Why is soul rest so important? And why are so many of us not finding it? It's a great question because tensions rise around us every day, and many of us are being asked to step outside our comfort zones and also our emotional and intellectual comfort zones, right? And these are paying the price. We're putting more demands on ourselves than ever, and yet, are we utilizing the resources that God has given us, namely the four parts of self that we've been talking about in the past few episodes, to restore ourselves from all that we're experiencing? and bring calm. Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk specifically about how to discover this deep rest, calm, and replenishment we need through a daily connection with Christ. And we're also going to talk about why soul rest through spiritual connection is so vital and how God gives us these helpful warning signs that we need more soul rest. And we'll talk about some of those signs. And I'm going to walk you through my signature three-step process for connecting with God every day, something that I've been blessed to share with tens of thousands around the world. And now I'm excited to help you create this pattern in your life. So this part is not the only part, but it's a very vital part of developing that daily connection with God to welcome in more soul rest. So let's get started in today's episode. Welcome to the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast, a place for practical ideas and powerful spiritual inspiration for women like you who want to overcome their obstacles, discover their true potential, and find lasting joy and significance through a relationship with Christ. I'm your host, Alicia Michelle, and I'm so excited to encourage you on how you can live the full, vibrant life that God has planned for you, the life that you were meant to live. So find a cozy spot, and let's get started on today's episode. Welcome back to the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, Bible teacher and life coach for women, Alicia Michelle, and I'm here to help you connect with God, renew your thoughts, and live a confident and balanced life. Today, we're talking about soul rest as part of this ongoing conversation we've been having about self-care, about learning about each of these different parts of ourselves and what it takes for us to live in these places of being vibrant and whole and being able to show up in a rested, calm, replenished kind of capacity. We talked last episode about our thoughts and the part they play in managing this whole process. And today we're going to talk about soul rest. So our souls were not made to run nonstop. And I think you know that rest is a vital part of tapping into God's strength. And yet so many of us have not learned what it means to be able to tap into that rest and to be able to lean on his strength. We don't really even understand what that means. And we're not taught that. We're not, it's not being modeled around us. And it's certainly not praised in our culture. This month, when I'm recording this, we are going through the the topic in the Connected Bible community that's I am strong. And we talked last week about the the conversation of walking in God's strength and finding rest and how they are linked, that there really is this, this, this ability to lean into Christ. And the way to do that is through rest and, and taking that time to let him speak and replenish and do the work that we try to do on our own, but we can't do. And we see that Sabbath rest as part of God's plan for the world, starting in creation. He took a rest on that seventh day in the 10 commandments were commanded to have rest. And in these basic rules of life through the stories of the Israelites seen in the Psalms, and even Jesus talks about how he went to get rest. And a lot of this time happened before he did these large ministry movements. So our souls were made to rest in God. And even if we're not giving ourselves or we don't learn, or we aren't practicing these proper soul rest techniques 
Our body has escape mechanisms where it will just simply stop working at its optimum level, where we'll just feel like, you know, you've experienced this. I, I can't run anymore. I, I just, I'm mentally just, just toast, right? We, we get irritable. We get angry. We're just simply physically exhausted. We see our kids go through this when they're young, when they're toddlers, they just, they just can't handle it anymore. They, they might have a temper tantrum. They might have a screaming, crying fit, and they just need to be put to bed, right? And these can feel annoying because we don't want to deal with them. Or if you're somebody like me who does a go, go, go kind of person, I don't want to stop and have to face these. But in reality, they are these safety, safety mechanisms. They are the warning signs that God's given us that we need to stop. And that can be in the soul rest. It can be physical rest. It can be emotional rest and it can be intellectual rest. And we do cover again, all of that when we go through the reset group coaching program creating rhythms of calm in each of our four parts of self to allow ourselves to find rest, that we can be our best. We create calm lists. We adjust those as we go along. And we've been talking a little bit about that. Today, I'm going to focus just in on that spiritual soul rest though, that finding rest for our spiritual selves. And this is again, what we teach in Reset, but it is the main focus of the Connected Bible Community we teach a very specific rhythm, what I call the spiritual growth rhythm. It's something that I've created that I've learned just in my own time with the Lord and in working with women as a very powerful way to welcome in and connect with God's presence every day. So I'm going to go into that a little bit here, not too much, but I'm going to give you the outline and reference the episodes where we talk more in depth about that so you can hear more about it. Um, and so let me just explain that to you really quick. It is a three-step process. The first step is to receive, and this is a, within receive, it is the biggest part of the process. It's probably where you would spend 80% of the time every day. And by the way, the spiritual growth rhythm worksheets that we do, they usually take between 10 to 15 minutes a day is what women tell me. And that's what I find myself too. So the first step is to receive, and that is the Bible study aspect of the connection with God and the spiritual growth rhythm. So it's the five R's Bible study method that I've created. So it is to read a verse, to write the verse, to restate the verse, to relate the verse to our lives, and then to respond to the verse. Again, we go more into depth in that in episode 51, when we talk about how to study the Bible and receive God's wisdom using the five R's. So I'm going to let you listen to that if that's something you want to learn more about. The second step is to recognize, recognize what is God doing in our lives, to see him at work, to, to notice, to just notice what is he doing? How has he showed up in our lives in the last 24 to 36 hours? And, and how is that changing us? And it's a daily confidence builder to be able to see that happen. Again, we talk more about that in episode 52, how to see God at work in your life. So I encourage you to listen to that. And then episode 53, we talk more about that third step, which is release. This is the part where we let go of that worry, that anxiety, the, the what ifs, the, the I don't know what's going to happen, the faith, the faith aspect of our, of our faith walk, ironically. It's that part where we are trusting the Lord, where we're sitting there with open hands and letting it go. That's a very important part of our faith. And I find that my releasing, my letting go changes dramatically after I've had an opportunity to receive wisdom from God and kind of get my heart right and to recognize, oh, wow, look what he's doing. He's amazing. My perspective on what I need to release and what I'm okay with changes after I've gone through that process. So that's why it's the third part of the process. And again, you can hear that more about that in episode 53, how to release worry and anxiety through prayer. So for all of those episodes, episode 51, 52, and 53, you can find any episode of the Vibrant Christian Living podcast by simply going to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash podcast. Or if you want to go to a specific episode, you would go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash episode dash 
And then that episode's number. So episode dash 53, episode dash 51, so to speak. So I encourage you to listen to those. And I want to talk today about why that's important. Why does this process, the spiritual growth rhythm process, make a difference? How does it allow us to grow into soul rest and be nourished and, 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 and really, why does it encourage that atmosphere of soul rest? Well, I kind of hinted to some of it. When we are receiving God's wisdom, of course, we are nourished by the word of God. The word of God is life. It is food. It is living, as it says over and over. Um, as I've used the scripture before, Psalm 1 talks about a tree being planted by the water that be, is being nourished. And it is the man who is who meditates on God's word is like that tree planted by the water. So that is really, truly God's word nourishing us. And sometimes just in soul rest, we just need nourishment. We just need to receive right? We just need to receive. Recognize why this plays an important part in soul rest is because we can lose our perspective and we can get tired and we can forget that God is at work. We can think, I just don't even know what's going on. And quite often we don't have the full answer, but it makes a difference in our perspective when we can recognize and see every day, wow, look what he's up to. Little tiny things, doesn't have to be huge, but just little things, little little fingerprints of the Lord in your life. And it makes a huge difference and, and really does replenish our perspective. It really does make a difference. And then that third step, release. How does that help us in soul rest? Well, again, half of that rest could be receiving the wisdom. It could be seeing what's already happening and changing our perspective. And then also it is letting go letting go of what we don't know, letting go of what we can't control, letting go of whatever is happening that is outside of our realm, our understanding, our physical capacity, whatever it is, whatever is in the future. I think what's something that's been really interesting about um, this whole COVID-19 process is that people keep using the word unexpected. This is this unexpected, unprecedented time. Unprecedented, that's the word that they use. And while it is unprecedented, like who would have thought we'd all be walking around wearing masks and not being able to go sit in restaurants and all these crazy things that are happening. I was thinking the other day, like, well, it's, it's kind of not really unprecedented because I really just think we kind of thought that life would just kind of go on forever a certain way. So we just kind of assumed that things would be a certain way, but really it's just a reality check that we aren't in control, right? Like we just aren't in control and we cannot predict what tomorrow will be like. So it was just kind of a reality check. Is it unprecedented? I mean, it's unusual. It's not anything we've experienced before most of us, but it's not something that God didn't know about. And it's just, again, an awakening to the fact that we really don't know what's coming down the pike any minute. And so we can release control, even though we think we know what's going to happen in our lives. All right. So some warning signs that we need soul rest. These are some things that you might be thinking or feeling. Obviously, number one, you just feel depleted. You feel like you can't sleep enough. You can't rest enough. You can't, you can't get enough back. Like you just, you're just exhausted. That's a big sign. Another one is you're plagued with worry. You're plagued with what ifs. And that is that release part. That's just kind of a signal to God or a signal from God saying, it's time to let go of some things and to take those moments to, to make that happen and, and to trust God in a new way. Another one that's a warning sign is you feel like no matter what you do, it's not enough. Like there's just no way that you can manage everything in front of you and you're not making any progress. This kind of like that hopelessness feeling of like spinning your wheels. Again, 
super common. We all deal with it from time to time. And it's a sign that we might need to get alone with our Lord and find some rest in a deep way, either receiving a new perspective from him on it, letting go of some things, um, just just an endurance to keep going, to be able to see that what we're doing is making a difference. And of course, there's that other similar concept of of warning side where it's you're tired of being tired. You can't seem to escape from the hamster wheel. It's just like non, non, non stop, no matter what you do. Yeah, been there. I think a lot of us were shaken out of that rut uh, when we went through COVID and we're now kind of rebuilding that back together. So I would encourage you that if you felt that way and you're now rebuilding your life to think about, do I want to go back to that? Do I want that? And how can this be a sign that uh, God's calling me to more, to a soul rest Another one is you find yourself numbing out to things or just jumping to comforts that satisfy for the moment, but they don't really satisfy in a deep way, like zoning out to TV, comfort eating, compulsive buying, all kinds of just stuff that you're like, I just need to do that. It's funny. I was, I'm just thinking of a client who has shared in the past that she's dealt with an eating disorder and she went through a season where she was going through some depression and other difficult things. And she shared that as the stress increased, it was like that was when the eating disorder issues came back where she was stress eating again. She was going to food, to comfort. And what's interesting is that our bodies are designed again with these escape valves where we're going to, our brain is like, I got to find some comfort. Like I got to find some soothing. And that's, that's normal. We, that is normal. The question is, how are we getting the soothing? And as believers, what might the Lord be calling us to do instead? What might he say, I have a better option for you and I want to give you that option. And this is a warning sign to show you that you don't have to stay here anymore. I want to take you to a new place, friend. So yeah, numbing out or jumping to comforts and being needing to be soothed in those ways, just kind of noticing, is that happening in your life? That's, that's a big warning sign. And then overall, the last thing, a big warning sign is that you have that feeling you're just not content. You're just not satisfied. Like you're like, is there more? Like, I, I just know there's more here. We don't ever arrive at feeling like we're fully content. That has been a lie that I've had to unravel in my own life. I thought, well, when I do this, I'll feel content. And when this happens in my life and I figure this out, I will feel content. It's like, I feel, I feel purpose and meaning in a deep way, but there are things that continually cloud and get in the way where I have to clean out before the Lord. Like I have to just be honest about those things. And he, he shows me, okay, your, your, your focus has gotten a little off. So let's focus back on being satisfied and content. It's almost like a, like you're driving a car. And if I take my hands off the wheel, most cars, unless they have some serious alignment problems, are going to drive if you're on a straight road, pretty straight for a while, but then eventually it's going to kind of go off to the side. And I feel like that's what's, that's what happens. And soul rest shows what those things are. It reveals what's really happening inside us. And it shows us what the Lord may want to do. So those are some warning signs. And I want to talk now about a really important aspect of this daily soul rest. And that is that we all know it's important, but we kind of just say, yeah, I'll do it later. Like we just give it lip service or, you know, when our, my kids get older, like when my daughter sleeps through the night, then I can do it. Or when my husband goes back to work and, you know, whatever, when my kids aren't around as much, I can have more time. The thing is, is that life 
happens from now until that time happens, we may be able to make in our heads an easier transition when this, 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 whatever that is, you know, that X, Y, Z thing happens in your life when that happens. But the thing is, is from now until then you need soul rest, you need it. And so it comes down to really asking ourselves, what, what are the benefits of it? How will it change us? And what happens if we ignore it? And so let me tell you a story about what happens if you ignore it, because I am the queen of ignoring it. And I unfortunately had to learn a very hard lesson about what it means to ignore God's warning signs on soul rest. Three years ago, almost to the day that this comes out, I was leaving to go on a missions trip. I was going to Mexico on this trip we had taken several years in a row with our church. I was going with my kids and I started having these headaches and I was like, whatever, like just who cares? I had been trying to finish up some stuff for our missions trip. I was, you know, just trying to leave. We were just kind of adding some extra pressures that week. And I just thought, okay, I have headaches, like whatever, keep going, Alicia, who cares? It's nothing. They kept, they kept happening every day. And I went on the trip and then once we got down into Mexico, we were there that first day and I found myself just in excruciating pain. I could not find any way to relieve the pain that I was in. And I'm not somebody who takes medicine. I don't really like to take a lot of medicine, but I was taking everything that anyone could give me. I was on all kinds of natural essential oils. I was doing all kinds of stuff, trying to just like lay down. I mean, it was it was hot. It was summer. So I was thinking, okay, well, maybe I'm just like hot. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I had ice on my head. I was doing all these things. Well, finally, I woke up at 2 a.m. that next morning, and I'd been sleeping in our RV or a friend's RV, and I, I just like literally couldn't sleep. I was so hot. I was so miserable. I went outside, and I just kind of sat in the desert, the, the coolness of the night, and I heard the Lord's voice, and He said, you need to go home, and you need to go home right now. And I thought, are you kidding me? I... <laughs> We just got down here. We have an entire week of ministry ahead. I'm leading a woman's Bible study by myself. I don't have anyone else to replace me. If I go home now, someone's going to have to drive me to the border, and that's a leader that we need in all these other places. I started thinking of all these things, like who's going to teach my my class for me this week? Who's going to do this? And the Lord was like, you need to go right now. So the next morning I went to our leader and I told him what I was experiencing. And he's like, yeah, of course you need to go home. And so one of the leaders drove me to the border. My husband met me at the border and we, at that time, my husband was unemployed. So we literally were like, it was a Saturday. We're like, I don't even know where to go. Like we have this really crazy health insurance right now. We're just going to go to the ER. So we show up at the ER in our local hospital and they did some scans and they're like, um, you have a dissection going on and you need to go to this other really big hospital and go to the ICU in a neurological unit. And I was like, what? What? Like, I, I, I just have a headache. Like, can't you just like give me a real strong aspirin or something? Like, what the heck are you talking about? They're like, no, you have a very serious life-threatening condition that can cause a stroke. You could have died already. You probably would have died if you'd stayed in Mexico another day or two. You need to go to the, you're going to be transferred by ambulance right now to this other ICU. And it was like, okay, wow. All right. So that was when my journey started on that. And I won't go into all the details of what happened. 
But I will say that I spent a good four or five days there at that ICU having several mini strokes. Um, Praise the Lord that I never had any lasting impact from the attacks. So they were those TIA strokes. If you've ever dealt with somebody or heard of a family member who's gone through that, I didn't have any lasting damage from them. So praise the Lord. I never really can officially say I had a stroke. But I was in and out of scans, and it was it was a little scary there for those moments. And it was also a little scary because I came home, and then a few days later after I had been home, my mother-in-law flew out. She was here helping with us. It happened again. I literally had another dissection happen, just to kind of sum up all the actions that happened. I had to go back to the ambulance and the hospital, and they're like, you had a second dissection on the other side of your vertebral artery, on your other vertebral artery, on the other side going up to your neck. So basically, your neck has four major arteries going into it, and the back are the vertebral arteries, the front are the carotid arteries. You can feel them in your neck. That's when, you know, if you were taught as a kid to feel your pulse, you're feeling your carotid arteries. Vertebral arteries are inside of your cerebral column, your neck bones, so to speak. And they kept asking me, do you do extreme sports? Do you like jump off cliffs? And and I'm like, no, I'm a mom. Like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, these kind of injuries to your arteries, that's what happens when from people who do extreme sports and do crazy things like that. They're like, we have no reason. No, we couldn't, they couldn't believe that first of all, it had happened to me, the healthy 42 year old woman. And then that it happened a second time was just like unheard of. So while I was in the hospital, in and out, all the ambulances, I could tell you tons of stories. I could spend another three hours talking about this. But the bottom line is God met me in that hospital bed and he told me, are you ready? Are you going to listen to me now? Because he'd been telling me for a really long time, you need to slow down. You need to get more sleep. You need to take better care of yourself. You need soul rest. You need to stop playing lip service with this. It's not a joke. It's not funny. It's not a luxury. You need to do something about it. And he just basically laid it on the line that the reason I was like this was because I had taken such poor care of myself, which for me had included literally four hours of sleep a night for, I don't know, 12 years, 10 years, like literally forever. I just had done that. And I never, ever stopped ever, ever. So all that's to say, it was a very long journey back. It was, um, I can, I could go into details of all the things I had to do, all the doctors I had to see, literal injections several times a day to to keep my blood thin and from the potential of a stroke happening again. Um, The enemy basically had lied to me all of those years and told me that it was okay for me to just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And so as I rebuilt my life, as I've spent the last few years adding in slowly those things in my life and rebuilding back up to a full capacity again, it's been a learning journey for me. It's been a powerful learning journey. And now I am passionate about helping other women like you and me who are intelligent, wonderful, capable, truly strong women who are meant to change the world, telling them that we need to stop sometimes and that it's good. God made rest as a good part of our cycle of life, that it's important that we can't put it off. It's not something we can put off and that we need the tools to know how to do it. We need the accountability to make it happen. In many cases, I know I certainly did. We need examples of other people around us showing us what it can look like, and we need space to make it happen for ourselves and to figure it out. 
to let it be this fluid thing that we work through every season, that it's not, again, one size fits all answer, that you just go take a bubble bath and life is good. Like It's a ongoing, learning, growing part of who we are. That is exactly what we talk about in Reset. That's a huge part of learning what it means to be a balanced woman so that we can live these amazing lives that the Lord has planned for us. And so as we have been sharing about in these past episodes, we want to help you create your plan for rest, for balance, by focusing on these four parts of self, by dealing with the four C's, managing capacity, clutter, calm, and control, and helping you really understand what it means to have soul rest. And I would love to help you if you've been listening to these episodes, or even if this is the first time you've listened, I really feel like this might be God's invitation to you to say, it's time to stop running. It's time to stop putting this on the back burner, to make this a priority, and to take care of it. We are hosting our next six-month Reset Life Balance Group Coaching Program. We don't offer this all throughout the year. It's only certain times of the year that I can teach it because I teach it live. And it's, again, a group coaching experience. You're working directly with me. We are opening that up August 20th, and that's just when we are opening the the doors to the public to registration. Our first sessions will start in September, and they will run all the way through March. It's a six-month program, but we take December off because of the holidays. And we are taking spots. We're filling spots right now. We go through my current client list, and we then go through the wait list, and then we go to the email list, and then we open it to the public. So if you are at all interested, if this is ringing any bells at all, I highly encourage you to get on the wait list and to throw your name out there as one of the people who could be a good fit for this program. We do have a limited number of spots available. Obviously, I'm one person. I can only, you know, dealing with my own capacity and the other clients that I am working with one-on-one and other programs. So I have a limited number of spots available and I want to be able to help you and want to make sure you get your name in there if this is something that resonates with you. So to do that, you can go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash group dash coaching. And I would love to have you as part of Reset. Friend, thanks again for listening and thank you for considering how soul rest might be something that God's calling you to. And I pray that you were inspired and encouraged by what we heard and what we talked about today, that if you recognize these signs in yourself, you didn't shame yourself, but say, it's okay. It's okay because I want to get help. I would love to hear your response. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can hit me up on Instagram at, at Vibrant Christian Living. And also, I would love it if you could leave a comment on today's podcast review, whether that is in what, you know, if it's Stitcher that you're listening on or iTunes or however you're choosing to listen to this podcast, that you could leave a review, leave five stars if that's something that you feel we deserved. And that helps other people hear about us. That helps other people learn about the podcast and help other people learn about God's love, God's truth, God's soul rest. Take care, friend. I look forward to continuing this conversation with you. We're going to keep going deeper in this. And then even in a few weeks, we're going to start sharing some powerful transformation stories of other women who've been down this path, who've experienced all of these things and just got what God is doing now. So I look forward to that. And I look forward to talking to you then. See you then. Bye-bye.